Hello and welcome back to the Mama Love podcast. This is episode 68. As I sit here in my home office today, it's the first time I've been home alone for quite a while and I have to say it's pretty glorious. And the sun is shining and there are beautiful blue skies above me so that is also pretty darn amazing after all the relentless rain we've had lately. Ironically, I launched season three of the podcast telling you all about my word of the year being presence and then disappeared off the radar for a few weeks. There is a lot going on in the world right now, isn't there? We have watched COVID numbers rise over the last couple of months in Australia. There's been delayed starts and interruptions to school. We've watched in horror as Russia has invaded Ukraine And in the past week, parts of Australia's east coast, including where I live in Brisbane, has been absolutely devastated by extensive flooding. It is a lot. I'm not sure about you, but I think it's easy to fall into a place of wondering whether life will ever feel normal and back on track again. I came across this quote on Instagram recently and I thought it was pretty fitting. It says, gentle reminder, if you feel off track, please remember there is no track. This is your life. It ebbs and flows and twists and halts and speeds up. It all belongs. Stop trying to be a robot who is productive and perfect all the time. You're not a robot. You're a human. Be alive to it all. And that's by Jamie Varon. This is just a little episode to check in and see how you are with so much going on around the world right now. Uh, I just wanted to give you a little life update from me and the loves and just share three things that I could think of that might help us as we navigate this often messy, rarely linear human life. Welcome to the Mama Love Podcast. My name is Annie Love and I'm a mum, a wife, a life coach, creative spirit and all-round positive thinker. Our parenting journey has been, well, a bit of a roller coaster, and I've learned the hard way how to navigate through some pretty tumultuous times. This podcast is about finding joy, even in the midst of darkness, and believing that we can find light on the other side, even if the landscape is different to how we expected it to look. We're going to share stories and conversations along the way and talk about how we create our best life, even when things feel hard. Thank you for being here. As March kicks off this week, I still don't feel like I've really started the year properly. There's been so much going on in the first few months of 2022, hasn't there? On a personal level, our eldest son, Sam, had a whirlwind change of schools in the second week of term. Now, without going into the whole backstory, I'll just say that nothing terrible happened and it is something that we had been contemplating for quite a while. But in the weeks leading up to him starting back at school for the year, I had this epiphany that persevering when he wasn't really loving school wasn't really working for any of us. And I could see that he would really benefit from a fresh start. 
From the point of having that epiphany to finding ourselves buying new uniforms and Sam starting at the new school, it all happened unexpectedly quickly and it definitely felt like a whirlwind. In that same week, probably not unsurprisingly, I found myself suddenly in excruciating pain in my right wrist and I couldn't type, text, write or actually really even use that much at all which was rather inconvenient in a week where I needed to fill out loads of forms and get things organised for our life. Ben and the boys stepped up to help out where they could and Ben drove me around while I got some tests done. As it turned out, I had calcific tendinitis in my wrist, which thankfully settled down after a week or so on anti-inflammatory medication. But gosh, it slowed me down. I sent a lot of voice memos that week and utilised modern technology with dictation where I could, but it really did make me look at how I spend my time. I often do say that the universe gives us pretty direct signs sometimes when we need to slow down. My beloved Charlie did at some stage ask if I could please get better soon because I was being pretty unhelpful around the house, which made me laugh. It was a good reminder that I probably do do too much for the men in my life. Not that I'm sure they would admit to that. (laughs) On hearing about my wrist, a friend of mine sent me this excerpt from the book The Secret Language of Your Body by Inna Siegel, which basically highlights what different parts of the body are telling us, you know, if they get hurt or we get an injury. I won't read you the whole thing, but it starts with... Hands give you the ability to handle life. If you keep saying, I can't handle things, your hands will become stiff and clenched and you will be unable to handle anything new. Helping hands want to help everybody in need, but sometimes don't look after themselves. Healing hands gravitate towards healing others. However, be aware that you cannot save the world. You can only contribute to the lives of others if they are open to it. For many people, the right hand is dominant and the hand with which they create. You may feel lost, uncreative, fearful of the future, experience struggle and frustration, question your ability to work, create money and feed your family. I thought that was really interesting. I definitely had been feeling rather uncreative in the weeks preceding. Um, Yeah, so I thought it was really interesting that that came out in the book. And while I would never use or even think words like I can't handle it because I know by experience that I can handle a fair bit, um, it definitely did make me think about how I was handling Sam's change in schools. It did feel quite stressful to manage all the moving parts of that move. So, yeah, anyway, the hand healed. Sam had a great first week at his new school. He really enjoyed reconnecting with the boys that he'd been to primary school with who were at the same school. And I felt really relieved actually just to see him looking much happier and lighter with the change, with the fresh start. I was really happy that I had followed my intuition and put the wheels in motion to make that happen. At the end of his first week at school, we started experiencing a lot of rain in Brisbane. Now, I love a good rainy day, but we experienced more rainfall over the course of those next few days than we normally would across 
half a year. There has been extensive and catastrophic flooding all down the east coast of Australia and it's been heartbreaking to watch the devastation uh, in southeast Queensland and especially in northern New South Wales. There have been 17 lives lost so far and just so much damage. We in Brisbane here, like in our house, were super lucky, our family. Um, our old house always gets pretty wet downstairs in sustained heavy rain, but we are used to it. Um, we don't put anything downstairs that can't, you know, get wet, nothing precious. Um, but we also know that it's going to dry out over the next week or so, and I've certainly been hanging uh, carpet tiles out and letting things drip in the sun. If you follow me on Instagram, you know from my stories that I often walk our dog along a bike track beside a creek. And during the floods, our lovely local creek turned into an absolute raging torrent. I just it was quite scary actually to watch. It knocked out lampposts, it felled trees, it, there was major erosion and there are now major sections of that bike path that no longer exist. You know, not to mention the wildlife and the habitats no doubt destroyed along the way. So many families and businesses will be facing the aftermath of these floods for months and years to come and so many of them are actually still recovering from the last lot of major flooding that happened in these areas. By the middle of last week, the week of the floods, the kids were able to return to school. Um, there were lots of road closures around Brisbane so some mornings were a little bit tricky to navigate but they were able to go back to school. Uh, then Thursday morning, as I came out of delivering a workshop, I started seeing all these messages about our Queensland Premier suggesting we collect kids from school at around midday in preparation for a severe, severe weather event that she was worried was heading our way. And now cue a little bit of mass hysteria and chaos as parents had to go and collect kids in the middle of the day. Kids, I have to say, who were very confused about why they were being picked up when the sun was shining and there were blue skies above. They were told to stay home and off the roads on Friday as well, which has not added to our Premier's popularity level. Anyway, in good news, there were no more severe weather events in Brisbane, at least, to contend with, but it did mean even more disruption to the school year for all the kids. Given they started the school year two weeks late due to COVID, they've now had days off for floods and non-existent weather events and throw in a change of schools for Sam, it hasn't exactly been a smooth first term so far. Fingers crossed things settle down a little bit now for the next few weeks until they're on holidays yet again for a couple of weeks. Goodness gracious, no wonder I feel like I never get any work done. Anyway, I know I come from a place of privilege when I say that. Of course, as all of these local events have been happening, we've also been watching on from afar as Russia has invaded Ukraine and the poor families who must be absolutely terrified as they have to flee their country and face the death of loved ones and destruction of their homes and their lives. I'm certainly not in a position to give a knowledgeable account of what's unfolding, but 
obviously feeling so deeply for the people of Ukraine. Gosh, have I mentioned that there's a lot going on right now? I do know that I come from such a place of privilege that my home is safe, my family is safe, and I am safe. If you are feeling a sense of helplessness right now, that there's so much devastation, you're exhausted from all we've been dealing with at a collective level, as well as in our own lives, especially on the back of having been dealing with the pandemic for the last two years, I just, I guess I just wanted you to know that you're not alone. It is a lot right now for all of us to be facing. I just wanted to finish this episode with sharing three things that you might find helpful as reminders right now as we face the heaviness of these world events. Number one, limit your time watching news and social media and disconnect regularly from devices. I know there's potentially a sense of guilt for us who are able to just switch it off when we want to, but the news is available to us 24-7 on many, many channels and watching it on a constant stream is no good for any of us and for our nervous systems. We really do need to protect our energy and take care of our nervous systems by limiting our exposure to the news cycle because we're actually no more helpful to anyone else when we are just in the midst of all of the different news. I watched the news the other night and I could just really feel the impact on my energy just after watching 20 minutes of it. Number two is help where and how you are able to in whatever capacity you can. You may not be able to spend days in the mud army cleaning up homes of flood victims, but you may be able to offer a meal to a family who's been displaced. You may be able to do a load of washing or buy some replacement items for them when they've been damaged. Maybe you could make a donation to a registered charity Or offer a cup of tea and a chat to a neighbour or someone who just needs a break from their challenges right now. Don't underestimate your power to make a difference in someone else's life. One act of kindness can make such a big difference. And number three is to remember to take care of you. The foundations of self-care really do matter. Get as much sleep as you can, stay hydrated and remember to fuel your body with food that nourishes you. If the basics are taken care of, then think about what you can do to feel good today. Just little snippets of self-care. Maybe you can sit and mindfully drink a cup of tea, dance to your favourite song, Walk barefoot in the grass. Do a short meditation. It's going to look different for all of us, but what feels good for you? When I looked up Jamie Varon, who wrote that first quote I shared in this episode about being off track, I found another one of her quotes on self-care, which I loved. It says, self-care rituals, habits, morning routines, All of these things are meant to soften you toward your own life, to bring you closer to yourself. 
to make you feel good and safe on a consistent basis. They aren't check marks on a to-do list. They are your healing, your unlearning, your freedom, your trust in yourself. The act of keeping your own promises to yourself is the point. Feeling good is the point. So when the world around us feels pretty big and scary, how can we soften towards our own life? How can we feel good today? Don't underestimate the power of how you feeling good raises the collective vibration of all of us, of humanity on the earth. And remember, there's no track to stay on. This is just our one wild, precious and often messy life. Last week, I was choosing oracle cards as I began the week and I wrote down these words. May my life be one big moving prayer. I thought that was so beautiful. May my life be one big moving prayer. Wherever you are today, I wish you peace. I hope you feel safe and loved. I hope your life feels like one big moving prayer. I am sending all my love to you and I will chat to you again very soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Mama Love Podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. If you love the show, I'd be honoured if you could hit subscribe. Perhaps you'd like to hire me as your very own coach, cheerleader and support crew. You can find out more about my coaching services over at mamalove.com forward slash coaching. That's M-U-M-M-A-L-O-V-E dot com forward slash coaching. Or just come and chat to me on Instagram or Facebook at mamalove. Talk to you soon.